Thank you. Catholic Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We have been ready through many historic moments and we continue to respond with competence and compassion during these unprecedented times. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers who, despite the risks, excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who remain open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that to-go meals continue for the homeless, to our home care aides, service coordinators, and trained counselors who continue their work in the most innovative ways, to our food pantry staff, and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do, and we salute you. Listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. Hi, good morning, and Bridget Murphy filling in for Michael Bear. We are really glad you tuned in for today's shows. We're always really glad you're you're with us, um, with us here. Um, but today's topic is an important one, and we hope that it'll be beneficial for all of our listeners to grow in awareness of domestic violence. According to recent statistics from the Public Health Division of the Centers for Disease Control, one in four women and one in seven men will experience physical violence by their intimate partner at some point during their lifetime. Excuse me. At least five million acts of domestic violence occur annually to women aged 18 years and older with over three million involving men. These startling statistics include a range of behaviors from slapping and shoving to life-threatening beatings and use of a weapon to ongoing emotional abuse and isolation tactics. Our guests today are very, very well-versed in these statistics um, and with helping those who find themselves in danger at home. Our first guest is Father Charles Dom, a Dominican priest who's Director of Domestic Violence Outreach for the Archdiocese of Chicago. Father Chuck is also Associate Pastor for St. Pius V Parish in Chicago, a large Latino community in the Pilsen neighborhood, where he served as pastor for 21 years. Father Chuck has preached about domestic violence at all weekend masses at 175 parishes in the Archdiocese of Chicago and has developed a ministry, parish ministry teams in more than 100 of these parishes. 
so they can continue to raise awareness about domestic violence and respond to the victim, the needs of the victims. He is a true, true advocate for survivors and as well as families. A Chicago native, Father Chuck is also a recipient of the Lumen Tranquilium Award from his alma mater, Fenwick. Also joining us is Deborah Hammond, a licensed clinical social worker and program director for our domestic violence counseling program. Deborah's great compassion and empathy have been a godsend to countless women and children who she has helped start anew during her career at Catholic Charities. Deborah supervises the counselors at Catholic Charities Domestic Violence Counseling Program, providing services for residents of Chicago and nearby suburbs in Cook County. So we what a remarkable uh collection of expertise we have. Welcome, Father Chuck and Deborah. Thank you. Happy to be here. We're at the top of the show, and I'm already um, thinking that we need another, we need six more shows to get into everything um, that both of you have learned and do, and many of the stories um, of advocacy and and support. So, Father Chuck, we're going to kind of start with you. How did you get involved in this work? What brought you to being such an expert and such an advocate in this area? Well, when I was pastor of St. Pius V Parish in the Pilsen neighborhood, um, I had been pastor for a number of years before I hired a pastoral counselor. And it was shortly thereafter that she told me, you know, Father, most of my clients are women, and most of them are victims of domestic violence. And I had no idea. And I knew many of these women, but I didn't see the problem. So I asked her to um, help me see it, understand it, how to respond to it. And so she began teaching me how to do that. And I really learned that a lot of the people that I had been seeing and that I knew in our parish were, in fact, victims of domestic violence, and I had no idea. So she opened my eyes. So together, we... um, We'd look for more funding because, as I talked about this, uh, more victims came forward. I was kind of like the door where victims came to me at because they heard me speaking about mm. this, and then I would pass them on to her for counseling. And then she, of course, was swamped with clients, so we had to look for funding uh, for more. So we did, and we did find money. And we expanded the program first with one or two more counselors, and then the women wanted something for their children, so we had a counselor, then someone for their husbands, because they, in fact, didn't want to lose them. They wanted them to change. We hired a a male counselor. So we ended up with seven full-time people on our parish staff, which was a hefty budget. Yeah. We, uh, We really did create a wonderful program. You know, I I love that. I love that that was, you know, what was born out of an encounter, right? And you could have said, well, you handle that. You're the pastoral counselor. And instead you said, let's learn about this and let's grow this together. I I really, really admire that. Well, thank you. Yeah, we did form a great team. And um, most of our work is done in Spanish, but we also do English. It still continues. It's no longer connected to... Uh, St. Pius Parish. In fact, I am no longer the associate there. Um, I work full-time with the Archdiocese uh, Domestic Violence Outreach. But um, the program continues, and it's doing wonderful work. 
Can you tell us a little bit about the goals of the ministry at the parish level? I mean, certainly hearing you preach and bring up the issue, like you said, opens doors, but then what happens? Well, when I was... um uh, when I ended up being uh, finished being pastor, and I was associate for another seven years, but the pastor allowed me to go on weekends and preach in other parishes about domestic violence. So I kind of started this on my own around 2008, and um, I called priests who were friends of mine to let me in and, and <laughs> open the doors for you. <laughs> and. Um, then I, I, in my sermons, I always said, if anybody would like to learn more about this or meet and help our parish be more responsive to victims, let's meet Monday night. And um, if you can't come, sign up in the back, and we'll get in touch with you for the second meeting. Well, that methodology worked quite well. I mean, I generally have anywhere between 12 and 40 people who show up on Monday night. Um, that's just one day notice. And um, we focus on raising awareness and uh, about the problem in the parish, connecting the parish to services, and finally um, working on prevention, mm-hmm. promoting prevention, especially among young people, teenagers and uh, young adults. So that's the, that's the primary focus. What we found is that the people who show up for those meetings, I always say, tell us your name and, and how long you've been in this parish, and uh, why did you come tonight? And that's when you learn how many people are connected to domestic violence, because they say, well, I was in it, or my son and my daughter are having a duff, are difficult times in their relationships, or my sister is a victim. We find so many people know somebody who's had this problem. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we've sort of through this pandemic, we've talked a little bit about with some of our other Catholic Charities colleagues, a little bit about this increase in in violence and this increase in as folks are home and stressors are high, kind of what that all looks like and, and what people are experiencing. We um, are going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more with you, Father Chuck, about what are those factors that lead to domestic violence? How can people who are listening sort of Um, provide support to loved ones or perhaps they're experiencing it. Um, So we'll be back after a short break. Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. 
If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about the outreach efforts underway by the Catholic Church to help people in need during the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll show you how online masses have become a common way of worship, and we'll give you a sampling of how teachers and students in Catholic schools are being creative and productive during the health crisis. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Catholic Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We have been ready through many historic moments and we continue to respond with competence and compassion during these unprecedented times. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers who, despite the risks, excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who remain open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that to-go meals continue for the homeless, to our home care aides, service coordinators, and trained counselors who continue their work in the most innovative ways, to our food pantry staff, and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do, and we salute you. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jochum. And Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking about domestic violence with two experts, Father Chuck Dom, a Dominican priest who's the Director of Domestic Violence Outreach for the Archdiocese of Chicago, and Deborah Hammond, a licensed cl clinical social worker and program director for domestic violence counseling at Catholic Charities. Uh, Father Dom, before we went to break, uh, we were mentioning some of the factors that lead to domestic violence that people should be aware of. Can you walk us through that? Well, yes. I think uh, one of the, the principal thing is understanding what is a healthy and an unhealthy relationship. And that starts very young in life. So children are learning at home uh, how to relate to one another and to uh, how their parents relate to one another. So being abusive uh, really kind of comes from various sources, but it's, it is learned behavior. It's not something we inherit in our genes. We learn it from someplace. So when we talk about prevention, we're really talking about how to get to young people 
and to break the cycle of domestic violence. Because if you grow up in a home where the normal procedure, the normal way of relating to one another in the family is abusive, well, that's what you learn how to have abusive relationships. So we break that if we can start very young in grammar schools talking about what is healthy and unhealthy so that kids can also recognize when they are, in fact, being abused and how they can put a stop to it. Got it. And can you tell us a little bit, are there some misconceptions out there that some of us may have about either who victims are or, I mean, certainly we hear a lot about why, particularly with women, why doesn't she leave? Um, Yeah, there are several misconceptions. One is that alcohol is the cause of this, and that is not true. Alcohol is a separate problem. There are a lot of alcoholics who don't abuse their spouses, and there are people who don't drink, and they do abuse their spouses. So they're separate problems, but they can aggravate one another. That's one problem. Another one is many people don't realize the emotional abuse, which is actually the most common. We say one out of three or four women is abused physically, but it's much higher if you include uh, emotional or verbal abuse. And normally domestic violence starts that way. It starts in a more modest or, or, or less physical form and then it graduates uh, to a more severe form. So, but most people don't realize that the, the foul words, the insults, the constant criticism, the isolation from family and friends, those kinds of things are quite common and not usually recognized as uh, uh, victims, uh, uh, signs of uh, violence, no? So those are, those are two of the things that I would highlight. Father Chuck, you know, you, you've talked quite a bit about the work that happens in parishes, and, and it's incredible the number of parishes that you um, do this work in. And I know you have many partners along the way, obviously the parishes um, and schools. How, how did you begin a partnership with Catholic Charities? What does that look like? Well, I had asked Cardinal George, um, uh, who was then the Archbishop of Chicago, if he would have a meeting of all the people, uh, all the agencies that do something about domestic violence, call them to a meeting so that we could talk about what we do and what's missing. And so he did that. We had that meeting, uh, and it was very fruitful. Catholic Charities was present. And at that point, I asked... uh, the Vice President of Programs, Kathy Donahue, um, do you have a program on domestic violence or would you like one? And she said, no, we don't, but we would like one. And so she created it, and that's how it started. And when it got going, I, uh, of course, was in communication with the people at Catholic Charities, and we talked about how they could give services in areas that were particularly neglected or abandoned uh, for services, one of them principally being the Hispanic community in Chicago. Mm, great. Deborah, we, d- we haven't forgotten about you, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as Marie said earlier, we could talk to both of you forever. Uh, yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about the services your uh, group at Catholic Charities provides? Sure. 
Um, Catholic Charities provides counseling for domestic violence victims and case management services. We work closely with Father Chuck um, with the parishes, too, and provide um, workshops and seminars and training for the parish staff, um, for the clergy, and for the parishioners to educate them on domestic violence and awareness and prevention. Our staff are trained counselors. We are bilingual. We also have counselors who have the 40 hours domestic violence training. So when uh, a victim will call us, we'll reach out to them and let them know that they're not alone and we're here to help them and provide services. A lot of times the victims feel isolated in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So when they call, we let them know that they're not alone. We're here to help and we're here to listen. I think that that piece, you know, just thinking of of the way that that we can affect positive change in our clients' lives and in our communities is is multiple partners working together. And I think you, Father Chuck and Deborah, you've highlighted sort of how we get to do that work together. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more with Deborah Hammond about the services of Catholic Charities. nothing like having a friend to talk to when things are not going well. And in these challenging days, everyone has had moments when they are discouraged, sad, or worried. Catholic Charities wants you to know that we are here. If you or someone you know would like to share your concerns with a professional, call 312-948-6951 anytime, day or night, and you will be connected with an experienced counselor who will listen without judgment and offer compassionate, confidential advice that you can trust. That phone number again is 312-948-6951. Before, during, and after, and after, and after, and after, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. It has been inspiring to see how individuals, families, and communities have found ways to help one another throughout 2020. At Catholic Charities, we usually have 35 to 40 events a year where we gather and enjoy time together in support of important programs and services while raising critical funds that allow us to respond to the growing number of people who are in need of the most basic necessities in life. Many of our events are now virtual. If you would like to be a sponsor for one of these events, please call 312-948-6864. That's 312-948-6864. Also, visit us at catholiccharities.net slash events and follow us on social media too. We so look forward to when we can resume our events in person and reconnect with our friends and partners throughout Chicagoland. For now, please consider donating to Catholic Charities so our vital work can continue. Thousands of people in Chicago count on Catholic Charities every day. Please help us help them today. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. Good morning. 
morning and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. And we're here today talking with Father Chuck Dam, who's a Dominican priest, the Director of Domestic Violence Outreach for the Archdiocese of Chicago, and Deborah Hammond, a licensed clinical social worker and program director for domestic violence counseling. Deborah, can you tell us a little bit about some of the common feelings or experiences that victims, survivors share with you about how both how they're feeling when they come to you and then the work you do to kind of uh, build them back up, you know, not that you do that for them, you do that together with your clients, but so much of domestic abuse is about um, really diminishing the other person. And then, and then we're asking these people to start over when they have no, conf- you know, no confidence and, and, and no, no strength. Um, how, how do you go about that? Right. So first of all, each person we work with is a unique individual. So we work together with them to talk about the effects of domestic violence on um, the victim's end. Um, sometimes on their children. Some of the things that we commonly hear people say is that they um, live in fear. Their abuser is still in the home. There could be physical violence. There could be emotional violence or sexual abuse that's occurring. So victims feel frightened. They have a heightened awareness of danger. So we then work with them on creating a safety plan. Um, sometimes people feel like... Um, um, that they lack a sense of themselves. They focus, a lot of focus have been on the abuser, focus haven't been on them, so they've lost a sense of who they are and what they want and what they want to do. As Father Chuck was saying earlier, this is about power and control, so a lot of times it's been situations where the abuser may have told them that they cannot leave, Mm -hmm. they are controlling everything, and nobody will listen to them. And a lot of times people may have a sense of hopelessness about the situation. They feel that there's no way out, that they're trapped and isolated, and they feel alone. Uh, and obviously during this pandemic, um, when we're asking people to stay home, we're, we're very aware that uh, there, there are people really trapped and, uh, and who are in more danger now than, than before. How has the pandemic changed how you go about your work? We've worked with um, a lot of the victims who's calling into our counseling intake line and working with our therapists a lot differently. They can't come in the office because of COVID. So we've done a lot of our sessions are done over the phone. They're done um, doing video conferencing, whatever is convenient for the um, victim once they call and work with their counselors individually. We used to do a lot of long sessions, like 45 hours, I mean, 45 minutes, one-hour sessions. We do well-being checks now. They're not always able to come in, I mean, to talk to you over the phone for a long period of time because the abuser may be at home. Um, they have to shelter in place with them. Sometimes the kids are at home, so there's child care that has to be done. So we call when it may be convenient for them. They have the therapist phone them, but they text them um, whenever they are in a safe situation. We've had people who had to go out to their cars and may do a section. So we try to be as flexible as possible and meet the client where they are to help them with those services. I think, you know, we've we've done a lot of talking with our social workers, with our counselors through this pandemic on this show, talking about the incredible work and the flexibility um, that folks have had to kind of jump into. So just huge, huge commend to all of you and the work you do. You know, 
as we we have some important numbers we want to make sure we share at the end of this show. So, Father Chuck, as we kind of near the end of our chat today, but I hope we can continue to chat. How has your work? How has domestic violence changed through the years that you've been doing this? What are you seeing differently? Is there more hope now? Uh, yes, I think that there is a greater awareness about domestic violence, and that's important because we have, we can't close our eyes to it. It can't be something that's swept under the rug. We have to recognize it, and that's why people re- respond so positively to my homily. When I preach in a church, more than half the time I get applause for my homily. Oh. Because people are so happy that somebody is talking about this, because most people do see it, and they know it's there. It's the priests often who don't know it, because victims don't have the courage to go to them, because they think maybe this priest is not going to be welcoming. So he has to give the signals that he understands, and he will help them. And that's what we want all the parishes to become, safe havens for victims of domestic violence. I'd like to point out that people can find more about this on our website. It's very easy to find. It's www.domesticviolenceoutreach.org. So that's real easy. It goes right into the Archdiocese's website, our, our part of it www.domesticviolenceoutreach.org. There you will find all kinds of resources, and one of them, it's, it's important, is the bishop's, the United States bishop's letter about domestic violence called When I Call for Help. You can Google that, When I Call for Help. Beautiful statement about domestic violence about from the bishops in which they say, No one is expected to stay in an abusive marriage. Those are words of liberation for many people. No one is expected to stay in an abusive marriage. Check it out. Thank you, Father Chuck. I I really, we really, really appreciate you saying those words and sharing those numbers. Absolutely. Father Chuck and Deborah, you do such important work. Thank you for coming on the show today and helping us better, better understand domestic violence and all the services that are available. As we go out, Uh, Let's share the National Domestic Violence Hotline number. That number is 800-799-7233. Thanks so much, Father Chuck and Deborah. I fully agree. Thank you for all you've done for service to the Archdiocese in the city of Chicago. We look forward to welcoming everyone back next Tuesday morning for another edition of The Voice of Charity. Until then, this is Marie Jokum with Bridget Murphy wishing you all a safe and healthy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.